Hello, everyone. Hi. My name is M9. And I'm Nixie. And this. And this. And this is out of character. Welcome back, everyone. This is episode five of Out of Character. Um, I am feeling oh. a little under the weather, so I might kind of take a backseat approach to this um, interview today. But uh, but every, you know me, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk anyway. Um, I am a talker. You're gonna. <laughs> but uh, welcome everyone, and welcome <laughs> Pixel Sore. Thank you for uh, Thank stopping you. by. Yeah, of course, of course. I'm happy to be here. So uh, we were actually talking, and. What uh, Nixie was saying is that this is the first guest that we have on that we actually haven't RP'd uh, heavily or if at all with. Um, huh. So it's going to be interesting to get to know um, a role player outside of like our usual uh, circles or. Because um, up to know. this point, our questions are like, here's how I met this person and here's mm. the role play we've had together. Right. So it's going to be interesting because we don't really have that yet. So yeah. you are the first. Yeah. Um, this season specifically that we've been doing, um, I haven't really played any, uh, like, main characters for myself. Everything has been a story character. Um, and I've just been running story, basically, um, since the season started. But I've been enjoying the hell out of it. And um, I did perma two characters <laughs> at the beginning of the season um, and broke everybody's heart, which was oh so fun. I enjoy doing that to people. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh so far i have been um mostly like i said playing story characters and it's been it's been nice but um the problem i find with story characters is they don't leave their intended area very often so i don't get to go out and kind of meet a lot of new faces it's either people come to me and i meet them or i meet them through um, you know, events that we do with said characters. So really, mm -hmm. I haven't been able to even meet your characters on the server because I haven't had the opportunity to do so. Yeah, and I think what happens a lot uh, with uh, story-specific characters or like admin characters is that they're there for a very obvious reason uh, most of the mm -hmm. time. So uh, when you're when you're trying to serve a purpose or you're trying to get something done, um, there isn't really a lot of room to kind of stretch outside of that. So I get that. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, it's been we try to do it a little different um just because we don't want it to feel like a job to play certain characters like we know that there there are going to be characters that we have to play sometimes that are like not our favorite you know it's not going to be mm -hmm. <clears throat> super fun for us you know it's it's one of those like okay well i have to do this um to like fill a gap or or create a role but realistically um the ones that I have been playing this season, I've actually really enjoyed them. Um, especially the one that um, I'm kind of maining right now, which is Bernadette. And she is absolutely... I, I'm loving her character. I'm loving playing her. Um, it's a little different than what I usually do. Um, so it's nice. It, it's a it's a nice like change of uh, scenery and RP and just the whole shebang. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what, uh, to get started with some questions, what, what got you into RP? Um, that's actually a really good question. Um, so when I was a teenager, uh, on MSN Messenger, for those of you who remember what that is, <laughs> yeah. um, I used to do a lot of text RP in their, like, chat rooms for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Interesting. Um, 
And that's kind of how I started. <laughs> I know it's really cringy. Um, and then from there, it obviously progressed from um, <laughs> like aim RP or messenger RP um, <laughs> to more like forum stuff. And then I started RPing on World of Warcraft. Um, and then I started RPing on uh, this other game. I don't even remember which one it was, to be honest. It was another MMO. Um, and then I remember I had been streaming for a while. I kind of stopped. Not not like completely stopped RPing, but it like wasn't really something I was focusing on for a while. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I kind of took like a break for a couple of years. And I remember I was scrolling through Twitch. I, I don't even remember why and um my partner at the time who didn't have a computer or anything i allowed them to buy red dead redemption 2 on my steam so they could play it um because that's a game that i never i never picked up the red dead games i know they're really good um but i've never played the single yeah. players i've never played the campaigns i kind of just you know i was like oh those those games look good but they're just not for me i don't like games like that um personally so, um, I remember I was scrolling through Twitch and I came across this woman named Georgia Banks and she does, um, Red M, uh, roleplay streaming for her character. And I, it was the first time I had ever heard a voice RP in a game. Um, really? That's... and this was only two years ago. Yeah, I was okay, going to say, that's so pretty recent. It was very recent. And, um... I was like, oh, this is this is really fun. So for like a week and a half, I was obsessed. Anytime she went live, I had like notifications on my phone. I was getting <laughs> emails. Anytime she went live, I would tune in. I would watch the whole thing because it was like a sitcom. It was like this like addicting yeah. like show that I was watching and I loved it. Um, and then I remembered I have that game. Like I, I didn't play it. I've never played it, but right. I have it. So I asked in her chat and I was like, hey, how do you like get into this? Like, how does one do this? And she sent me the link to the server she was on and I went to the server and I applied. Um, and, you know, I, I did the steps to download Red M and like set everything up and I got whitelisted and I made my first character who was Ismay Ellison. Um, she was a little orphan southern girl from montana and i was like obsessed like so addicted to this like new world that i just found myself in where i can actually act out my emotions in a in a vocal sense than just typing them down and it was just yeah. like from there on i was that was it i was hooked and i yeah. could not stop and we've talked about previously how the difference between like uh, voice acting and uh, mm -hmm. role playing when it, uh, when it comes to RP and uh, you know written and text RP like mm -hmm. there there is so much more satisfying because of the fact that you know you get instant uh, responses and um, no I absolutely agree. there's so much that can come across just tone and voice uh, that makes things differently but um, I actually never did text RP myself um, except for the casual you know emoting yeah. Uh -huh. Um, but but it's surprising me the more people that we interview how how many people started with the text RP, which Nixie is one of them. Yeah, I 
I say, am... It seems like we have a lot of people coming in saying that they've done mm -hmm. text RP in the past, but like I... when they first got started. I I never even um prior to that whole thing, I had never really even had done like RP. So this is gonna be really sad for some people, but um, in my in my experience in Pathfinder and D and D, I never got to like role play out a character because at the time I was way too anxious and shy. So anytime I played that with people, I always just like kind of like talked out what I would do. I never like sat there and actually role played um, because I just my anxiety wouldn't allow me to do that. But I think that's the beauty of voice RP in games is my anxiety. I, nobody's looking at me. You know, they're looking at a character. Yeah. So I can act out what I need to act out without having that anxiety now. Because I don't feel eyes on me. I feel like I can finally, like, freely flow that creative energy without my anxiety kind of crushing it. I definitely understand how that is. Because I also have had pretty bad anxiety in the past. But mm -hmm. role plays, it's... People ask you, they're like... Well, if you have anxiety, why why are you able to talk to people with like as an outgoing character? But really, it's more, um, it's not me. It's, it's not me it's talking. That's my everyone. character yeah, talking. Exactly. Yeah, you're playing. You're playing someone else. How so that that person doesn't have anxiety. You know, that person's confident, or that person's you know brave. It's different for everyone, and anxiety can come in all shapes and sizes. I'm able to easily talk like online through a microphone but in real life i'd be like cowering in a corner like strangers just <laughs> i can't talk to them in real life it scares me yeah i mean it's you're always a little braver when you're putting on a mask right um nobody Absolutely. can see you so it, it just it works that same way too and that disconnect mm -hmm. that you have um and uh, I know I know some people outside of this that it helps them that it has helped them with like social anxiety, like in real life, just being oh, able absolutely. to uh, jump out there, and which is pretty interesting. No, I absolutely agree with that completely. Um, you know, you get these social situations. Granted, it it's in character, but you still have these little circles that you know you get to sit there and talk to a, a decent amount of people, and I feel like it creates this like slow progress to making it go from online to real life yeah i, I get that for sure um what uh what type of games have you done rpn um other than I, I know right now you're doing conan uh you started on red dead has have you expanded outside of that those, is or? literally it so i started on red dead um i played on red m i played ismay for that character I probably played for like maybe I'd say six to seven months. Um, and then she kind of like disappeared and I took a break on that specific server. Um, and I went to a different one for a little while and I played uh, a similar character. And then um, I was like, okay, you know, I want to do something different. So I went back to the same server I had started on um, and I started off playing a criminal. And it was my first time playing criminal. Um, and I was like super excited about it. I was going to play this character that was supposed to be like um, an information broker, essentially. And she would like gather information on all the like gangs 
and all the like baddies and she would sell it to people um including like the cops if she had to anything to basically get her money she wanted to prove to her father essentially it was daddy issues <laughs> she wanted to prove to her father that she was like <laughs> this person that he could respect and that she was tough and she was um she was from boston which is where i actually am from so this character was nice. very much uh similar to me um so she was supposed to be from boston her father owned like an underground fighting ring and she was like the daughter that he always wanted a son and it was just it was a fun character to play and i was really excited to play this criminal um and then i met kuro who is another one of the admins on eq um i met her character finley and um she ruined all of my plans uh, she <laughs> fell in love with my character. I fell, my character fell in love with her character, um, made her good. Like I had to stop, like the whole thing got ruined. All my plans got ruined, but it was perfect because her and I ended up, um, getting to know each other out of character and we ended up dating and meeting each other. And now she lives with me here in Massachusetts. Um, and we work together on EQ. So it went from Red M to Conan and that's it's been like i said it's been like two and a half years of me doing voice rp um so really that that's been it so far i did a little bit of gta um i probably played on a gta rp server for about two months but okay. real life rp like current day rp just isn't for me i am not good at that pretending to be someone from today because i just i fail at that every day anyway oh so doing it in rv is just like non-existent for me yeah um I, so I that was hard that I for have me with current day rp is that like it it can it only holds my attention for so long um before yeah. i'm like I don't, I don't want to log on to a server to do a job. And, and to, no like... offense to any GTA <laughs> RPers, but the one server that I did get on and play on was just, it was like, it was like I was constantly in f like a 4chan, uh, 4chan like website. Like that was just like the ser server completely was just like trolly and everybody was just being like really meme and I just couldn't. I couldn't stand it and I tried a different one um, and it was too clicky for me and I was like okay this obviously isn't my game um, so I went back to Red M and then again moved over to Conan and was like oh this is definitely more my type um, mm -hmm. because of fantasy I love fantasy granted I like the old day stuff of Red Ed um, I really just like the fantasy RP that we've been doing <clears throat> yeah I really then. like Red Ed as well but uh, uh, but the red m but it's very slow paced um and although it could be relaxing and and kind of nice it's after a while it's just like okay well here we go again right no i completely understand i guess i'm moving wait sorry my internet is so bad tonight um moving but to EQ from there, I guess, like, what are the different things? Because you said that you, you're a storyteller and you do stuff like that. So what, what all do you do on EQ currently? Um, so this is actually my first time um, doing any type of, like, mod or admin role um, on an RP server. So this is, like, all very a new experience to me. 
Um, and being the DM is also very new to me because I've always just been a player. Um, so basically what I have been personally doing and a lot of my cohorts have also been doing it is we, um, this season, especially we decided that going into the season, we weren't going to do just like one big bad guy, like most, um, servers do where they, you know, choose like, okay, this season, this is going to be the enemy. This is who people are going to be fighting. We decided that each individual admin and mod was allowed to create a mini story. And we would play out those mini stories um, to give the players uh, multiple stories to be involved in and not just one. Um, and there currently are three main storylines that we are working on, um, which is the Shadowfell have returned which were um, the bad guys from last season. We now have um, this voice that has been attacking people and taking them to this other realm and giving them madness and all that stuff. And then we also have Bernadette, the Pierpont um, family, who she's from the Eastern Kingdom of Prazel, who is being attacked by these drow assassins. Um because she has this like special magic that their queen wants. So people are trying to protect her as well. So right now the kingdom is under attack be um, between three different people. So there's the Shadowfell, the Drow, and now, um, or rather, and the um, invisible, you know, voices that have been grabbing people essentially and summoning these random uh, ghostly skeletons. Um, and then we had little stories here and there, like there was a goblin story going on and we had like a little vampire story going on and a werewolf thing. And I know that we had um, some like nomads for a little while. So we're all doing like these little tiny stories here and there. Um, and that's kind of how we're doing it this season is, you know, once it gets towards the end of the season, it will obviously be the main, main bad guy story. Um, but throughout the season, we're doing little mini ones here and there to kind of pique everybody's interest and give everybody options to do different things and such. Yeah, that's cool. I, the, you know, as far as, uh, things that you've tried out and that you've done RP and, um, is there anything that you would like to, that you are not, or haven't gotten a chance to, um, like as an example for me, I've always said that I would love to do like cyberpunk, uh, theme RP, um, because like sci as much as i like fantasy sci-fi is kind of where my heart is at um mm -hmm. and i would love to do something like that is there anything for you um well uh my partner kuro actually does cyberpunk rp so um <laughs> that's funny that you say that but uh you know i really i'm just i'm i'm a huge i'm a huge fantasy nerd um ever since i was a kid i was obsessed an unhealthy obsession with harry potter um and <laughs> ever yes. since then sorry no, just, that's that was my joke yes i was just <laughs> i was obsessed with the fantasy realm of you know going to the school where you learn to be a witch and like mm -hmm. you had, there's magic and unicorns and like all these little creatures i just love fantasy i always have um you know i didn't really <laughs> 
people hate me for it, but for a very long time, I didn't even like Star Wars. I didn't get into Star Wars until like three years ago oh, when wow. I finally decided to sit down and watch it because I was so into Harry Potter <laughs> and fantasy that I refused to like anything else. I don't blame you. Um, uh, like I have a <laughs> wand right in front of me right now. Um, <laughs> so it's just... Yeah, um, yeah I have, I have that a game that you want to... The oh, I'm so excited. On, Hogwarts Legacy. I'm so excited for Legacy. Legacy. <laughs> it, I mean, it's single so player, which is upsetting. I hope they yep. make multiplayer option eventually. I but, know. Uh, yeah, I, I'm so excited for that game. I'm going to be really upset if it doesn't live up to my expectations. And yes, for those of you who are asking, <laughs> I am a Hufflepuff. That's the real question here. Oh, thank I, you. I am also a Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw. Yes, Hufflepuffs are the best. Okay, we're great finders. <laughs> we're loyal, best friends. Of course you did. Everybody knows I'm a Hufflepuff. No one ever guesses any other house for me. Yeah, I just... Everybody always knows. I'll ask them. I'll be like, hey, what, what house do you think I'm in? And they'll always say, I've never gotten a guess for anything else. I don't even really know you, and I was going to guess Hufflepuff. Um, yeah, everybody does. What, what were you going to say, Nyx? <laughs> I don't know why. Did you just make a very Potter musical reference? I might have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Harry Potter musical series as well. I heard, and I went... <gasps> yes. <laughs> Yes, the Harry Potter musical is... I actually just finished watching uh, that like two weeks ago. I watched um, a very Potter musical, a very Potter sequel, and um, the senior year. And I watched through literally all of them on YouTube. Um, and I've done it before, but like I wanted to rewatch them. And it's so uh, funny. And I love how in the, so last, the last um, one, the senior year, they actually got... Um, Ivana Lynch to Luna play Lovegood. Luna Lovegood. It, I was so excited about that. So she's so good fun. too. She can sing. I know. It. it was amazing. It was super cute. Uh, big fan. Big oh, fan. So yeah, it, Harry Potter. It's 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 honestly Harry Potter is a huge. Um, I don't know if you guys talk about controversial stuff on here, but Harry Potter is hard for me now because I love Harry Potter. It was my childhood, but at the same time. Um, J.K. Rowling, I just can't agree with her anymore. J.K. Uh, Rowling. I'm pansexual. <laughs> yeah. Both of it's my partners so are trans. So it's hard for me to be in love with the thing she created. Now, granted, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I hate Harry Potter now because of her. She created something that, you know, like I said, it 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 gave me my childhood. Um, but I'll never be able to to side with her anymore yeah. i think it's one of those things that you have to like try to separate the art from the artist exactly um, and it sometimes is not very easy uh but, it is not um i try to buy all of my harry potter stuff from like etsy and like small companies now yeah um if i do purchase a harry potter something um because i i don't want to give her money still gonna play hogwarts legacy though <laughs> yeah, oh absolutely that. unfortunately <laughs> that is something i can't not do and i've already told my partners um and they're both totally okay with it you know as long as i'm you know no i'm i they know that i'm a good person they know that i'm not a transphobe um so they they said you know you can play the game we don't care so as long as nobody yeah. is mad at me for it i <laughs> right. i'm okay with playing it. there's there's a couple of like i'm hoping for a multiplayer mod for that at some point but i'm also right hoping for a vr mod for that 
Um, oh, that would be fantastic. And uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> but mm. so uh, you're saying that you were Sorry. you're you're kind of like a the the right hand man, so to speak, um, on the yes. server. How how has that been? Like, did you just get into that due to like a friendship, or um, did you volunteer? Uh, and and how has been your experience being like an ad, uh, like a head admin or anything like that on a server? Um, so, at the very beginning, <clears throat> at the very very beginning when we first uh, started, I had gotten a message from Cynical, who was a friend I knew through a friend, um, and him and I had talked a bunch. Um, you know, OOC, we had never actually really RP'd together, um, but we like talked in like a friendly manner and he messaged me one day and he, he said, he was like, you know, me and my friend <coughs> are about to, um, start our RP server. And I know that you had had strong opinions of others before. And I was wondering if you'd want to be a mod or an admin and, I was a little iffy at first because I knew one that it would be a lot of work, but I also was like, I don't know if it would be worth it because I didn't expect anything to come of it. So, you know, at first I was like, oh, let me think about it. And then I took like a week to kind of really think like, okay, do I want to do something like that? And I finally made the decision that I wanted to at least try to create a community that I knew people would enjoy. Um, and I wanted to make sure that I was there to hold people accountable for that. Um, so I said yes. And I, I asked to be a mod at first. Um, because I, I didn't want the responsibility of an admin. Um, so I started off as a mod and I helped them, you know, get the server ready. We, you know, started literally from scratch. Um, and I think when we began, we had a total of like 80 people in our discord, maybe less. Um, and at first it really was kind of a stressful it was it was stressful because we started off on a different server um like a, a server uh a background server you know running running game server um the host yeah yeah we started off on um oh god i don't remember the name of it, it it's the one that funcom like sponsors and um we started off on that one and we not only started off on that one but in the middle in the process of everything 2.0 was coming out and everything was screwed up um so we were like kind of figuring that out and yes g portal thank you um and we ended up having to in season one we had to literally erase the entire server and switch over to GTX because G portal was trash for us. I don't know if anybody else's experience, but ours was horrible. Um, you know, the customer service was just bad and the server itself, we were paying like as much as we could with all of the Patreon donations that we had. And it still just like was not running properly. So we were like, okay, there's obviously something wrong. 
um, we need to switch the server. So we in character stated that a big thing happened where, you know, the Shadowfell attacked and um, the world kind of like ripped apart and we, you know, the the main town was saved because of magic, this, that, and the other thing. Um, and we switched to a new server, which was GTX. And, um, you know, we kept everything the same pretty much. I think we changed maps, but I don't specifically. Yeah, we did. We changed maps because the one map we were on at the beginning was just completely messed up because of 2.0. Um, and we started off fresh on GTX. And when that happened, I had gone from mod to admin and I felt like at the time we were all really learning what we were doing. We all, you know, even the people who had been admins, even Bree, <clears throat> who was, again, she's the leader, she's the um, owner she we were all just like learning how to work with each other we were learning how to work with each other we were learning each other because again none of us really knew each other aside from like a couple of people um and we were kind of figuring out okay how are we gonna do this and uh season one i i will admit was a bit of a mess <laughs> um again it was new to us we were a new team we were all learning um and i feel we learned a great deal in season one and we have changed a lot. Um, we have also me and Bree are actually the only ones still left on the team from the original eight. Um, everybody else is gone. So Bree and I have brought on a ton of new people. Um, and I feel like we are in a, a good, good momentum now where we have finally, okay, we know what we're doing. We've learned each other. We feel confident. We have this thing down pat. So we are now finally like succeeding. And we went from these 80 people to now we have like 600 people in the discord and we're consistently <laughs> getting- the full, yeah. Yeah, the, the server's always full. We always have a queue. We had to pause whitelists right now because we have too many people trying to get in. We have a queue nice, of nice. like 25 people every night and we can't up the server um, slots because Conan's just not playable after 70. Yeah, it's no, just, no, no, it's, Conan it's doesn't. too much. <laughs> um, so really we've, in my opinion, I think we're, we're really succeeding um, and I'm very proud of us. I think we've gone from this like point of okay i feel like this is really gonna fall apart i don't think we're gonna succeed to what is happening when did this happen um because it feels like it happened overnight that we like went from this like group of people who were so incredibly disheveled to oh my god we actually know what we're doing and this is working <laughs> and it's just like it's really great to see that progress i feel really yeah that's awesome um, confident it really has helped my like depression and self um self-confidence like so so much because not only do i see the progress we're making but i constantly am hearing from people they like send me messages they're like oh my god you're doing great keep up the good work and it's just it's really nice to know that we're doing something and we've created this community where so many people not only want to play but they feel comfortable 
And I think that was, at the end of the day, that was really the goal. And I feel like we're succeeding with it. Yeah, that's pretty great. Um, and when, so as you're running, as you're running the, the, the server with different seasons and stuff like that, are you, are you all like proactive to like planning for future seasons? Do you like to see where the season goes or, um, how does the team work in regards to, uh, pre-planning? So the way we have done it, um, is we are planned until season three. So right now, season one was in the Feywilds. We are now in the mortal realm. Uh, everybody knows that the connection is there, that people were allowed to keep their characters. There is a connection in the story. Um, and that will continue into season three, um, which I don't want to spoil anything, um, but that can that connection of storyline is going to continue into season three that's all i'll say um after season three we have yet to plan anything because we're gonna see what happens um and then we'll kind of decide where we want to go but so far we've only planned the first three seasons because again we did not expect to go to get this successful we honestly felt right. like we were going to be a very small small rp server we never expected to to have this many players to have a consistency of 70 players every day is like blowing our minds we yeah, never expected this how did uh how did the the big update uh the drop for conan affect uh affect you all um well to be honest it wasn't great uh for a while there we really felt like everything was gonna have to be wiped again mm -hmm. and we were afraid that we were gonna lose everybody because we we're gonna have to redo everything um <clears throat> but thankfully because of all the awesome people who work on conan mods especially the people who do it full time uh and literally don't do anything else we were able to continue and update those mods and um, it, 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 honestly, it was a smooth transition. We went from, you know, granted we went from, you know, playing every day to having to wait. Like, I think it was a full week of no playing, um, no doing anything, but, uh, it wasn't as long as we expected. We expected a month downtime. It was only like a week and a half. Um, so really it went smoothly for us. We didn't have too many problems. Um, we we ended up uh having to switch again the server but after that after we went to gtx it just it was so smooth a season one there was like hardly ever any lag it was great um and even even now even in season two granted we again we have 70 players at all times um the lag isn't as bad as it could be, in my opinion. I've been on servers where there was 40 players online and you can't even move. Um, so I feel GTX does a great job at, at at least trying to handle how many people we have online and how many events we run and such. 
Yeah, I it, it gets a little it gets a little interesting when it comes to like all the technical side and stuff. Um, we've had a modder here for Arc on the show. Um, I have I have some friends that work on mods for Arc and Conan, and um, can't wait to talk to them a bit more about that. Especially like you know the experience of Conan is going to drop an update that's going to break a lot of shit. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's something that I that I would like to talk about uh, because we we were there we experienced um, servers right. suffering from this update and um, hopefully I mean uh, thankfully it's it was less impactful than we thought it would be um, we thought mods were gonna take forever to be updated and, and fixed and um, yeah but, we uh, we really did believe that I mean I think it was <laughs> I hate to like make this horribly old reference but it was kind of like a y2k situation where we were sitting <laughs> yeah. here waiting for it to drop and seeing okay what's gonna break what's gonna stop working are we gonna die like mm. what's gonna happen so it was um especially for the for the team especially it was just like it was a wait it was a very anxious waiting game of okay when is stuff gonna work is this gonna just ruin everything yeah yeah i it think really didn't feel like it took that long for the server mm -mm. to come back up either i swear it was only like half a week yeah we tried <laughs> we were working now. very very di diligently we were making sure that we only were adding um at the time because we wanted the server to get up we it was our first season we had already had downtime because we had to switch the map and switch servers so we didn't want there to be any more downtime um so really we were kind of like okay let's get rid of this mod so we can put in this mod that's already finished and and we kind of you know again we worked very quickly and tirelessly and it was a lot of work but we wanted to make sure players could play yeah oh, that's awesome that's uh that's cool to know um seeing like a team being proactive and, and trying to get things up and running because you know as quickly as some of these communities and servers can become popular they can die pretty quickly too um the other Absolutely. way around um there's a, there's always another server somewhere out there that uh, that people are free to check out. So I think it puts a sense of of pressure on on you know ser admin teams or owners uh, mm -hmm. of servers to to kind of be up to date and, and do as much as they can. Um, thankfully, I've never had to experience it. But <laughs> Nixie, do you have any questions? You like I've I've been a I've been a server owner before. Uh, oh yeah, you long have. time ago on Arc. So. Yes, I ran a, a Camelot themed server, which was really interesting. Oh, that's cute. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. It was definitely fun. I we love about that. Four seasons and I remember it is a lot of pressure when you're doing. Oh, things, I'm sure. Yeah, the community is always on your butt. <laughs> yep, that is the Get one thing I learned now. very quickly. Our community hasn't so much been pushy as more so very critiquing which is fine i mean i'm totally i'm expecting it and i know that it's something that happens everybody's gonna have an opinion everyone's gonna have a voice um i'm not upset about it it's more so that was the stress i didn't expect i knew it was gonna be stressful i knew it was gonna be busy but the stress that really kind of and it's not anybody's fault and i'm not blaming anyone but i think for me particularly um on a personal level the most 
like the the thing that gives me the most stress is when I think or I feel or I hear that the players are upset or they're, you know, not happy or something's wrong and they're questioning things. Because I, the whole reason I did this, the whole reason I'm doing it is to make a place where players feel like they can enjoy themselves. Mm -hmm. And if they think that we're, you know, going behind their back and like, nerfing something or we're not doing something the right way i want them to tell us because the whole point i'm doing this is for them i don't care about you know oh okay well if you think this thing's too powerful you know i want to fix it because i it's not like i'm sitting here making it powerful for me i want to make sure everything's equal i want to make sure that everybody is having the same amount of you know fun when it comes to like a pvp situation or event i want everyone to be experiencing an equal you know opportunity of what class they're playing what race they're playing what they're doing um because that's the whole reason i'm doing it i'm doing it for them i'm not doing it for me and when i find these problems when i'm told about these problems um you know, I want to I want to fix them. Now, unfortunately, there are situations where we have to nerf something because we're like, OK, well, you know, this isn't fair to everyone else. Um, and unfortunately, like those sorcerers problem. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, they were so powerful. We did not at the very beginning when we added ancient sorcery, we hadn't um, necessarily tested it with the plus 100 sorcery we didn't expect sorcery in indrid's um crnc to affect the ancient sorcery we didn't think that they had the same code and we found out later in the season that they did and it was getting to a point where sorcerers were able to get like a thousand health buff because of and it just it was like it, okay this is too much examples it was it was pretty intense sometimes the sorcerers were quite it, powerful it so when it got nerfed it felt much more balanced like, and, it was like and i know there was needed. a lot of people that were angry they were like oh like now i'm not as good blah 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 but in the end you still you still kind of we gave them 30 Right, so they have 30 and you can still put 20 into it. So realistically, you can still have 50 sorcery. And in my opinion, not only is that more than everyone else, but you're also doing way more damage um, than anyone else could with the ancient sorcery buffs. So we still gave them a huge boost in damage and buffs and everything else. and, you know, it was it was a thing where there were some people that, you know, main sorcerer and they were like, oh, well, now I hate it. Can I get a class change? And anytime we nerf anything, a class wise or a race, we absolutely we're, we're like, OK, you get a, you can get a free class change. Because if we do something that, you know, you really enjoyed and now you're not going to enjoy it anymore, we don't want you to be stuck on it. So, yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll give you a class change. But realistically, in my opinion, from doing all the testing, I work on all our CRNC. Um, I do everything. I've built the classes. I've built the races for this. this, um, I mean, with some help, of course. Um, But for this season, I've been doing all the percentage. I've been doing everything. Um, And I feel it is much more 
um, balanced now and it's more streamlined. So everybody is now doing an equal amount of damage with ancient sorcery. Aside from the little buff that sorcerers get because they're sorcerers. They're supposed to be good at magic. Yeah, it's just another one of those things that you, uh, when you, when you have a lot of sway on what the server is doing and everything, it's, uh, right. You, you, those things that you have to take into account is you, you got to work on it as time goes on and you'll find things that work and things that don't. It's always good when your community is behind your back on your, on your changes and understand why it changed and how it did. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And we always try to explain it too. You know, we don't just take something away and say, okay, we're taking this away. We try to give an explanation. So it's not, we don't want our community to be held in the dark. Essentially. We want everybody to know that we're not doing like secret things. We want everyone to know exactly what we're doing because again, this is for them. So we want them to know that we're doing it. Yeah, I know. That makes sense. Um, yeah. I think a, a lot of the times it's like, you, you know, you are, <laughs> what players don't understand is because it sometimes it's a little personal when something changes that affects them but uh when what some players don't understand is that sometimes you have to do that for the good of the server uh health you know like for gameplay all around so um it it, it does it does happen quite often but uh you know there's not much that you can do as you go through there are going to be changes because not everything is thought of uh ahead of time there's like right. a, a foundation or, or a start or a base and then you work from there no i absolutely agree i absolutely agree yeah nixie do you have anything else uh i mean what is your opinion on the server so far are you enjoying the the role play you're getting and um your personal story if you really have any of that i know I, bernadette's pretty intense on their storyline right now yes yeah, so um I'm actually really enjoying Bernadette. So I originally made her to be, like I said, she was supposed to be kind of like a side story mission for some characters to kind of, you know, help out this princess from another kingdom and get her to the king. And that was supposed to be kind of the end of it. <laughs> and it turned into something way more. And I can't, it really kind of got out of control um, in a sense where I had no longer, <laughs> I no longer had... Um, the reins to what was going on in the story um so it turned out to be uh you know we had the little event that i wanted i ran it it was my first time running one um i was really excited and uh you know i expected okay after that they would get her to the king um you know she would end up leaving with a an army to her her kingdom and and that would be the last time anyone saw her um, and that's not what happened. And unfortunately, sometimes, uh, when you plan out RP, it doesn't really work because you can't really paint plan RP because players are, are always going to be changing and making choices that you don't expect and things are going to happen that you can't control. Um, and that's kind of what's going on with Bernadette, but I love it because that means I get to play her longer. People are uh, getting to know her more. She's coming out of her shell. She's, you know, learning new things. She's being taught by people now. Um, and now instead of that like little event that I did, now a full blown war is gonna take place, which I think is gonna be just so much fun. Um, and I'm really excited to do that. Um, 
And I'm looking forward to that RP because it definitely is going to be uh, very exciting to do. Um, and I, I really have been enjoying her. Granted, like I said, she is a story character. I would say out of everyone I've played so far, um, her RP has been my favorite. Because, well, one, I get to be a princess. And everybody knows that I'm a princess. <laughs> um, but also, I just, I've loved the consistent, like, secrecy and the new things she's learning and these secrets that are coming out about her family and her father and the drow themselves and what's going to be happening and it's just very exciting and I'm looking forward to seeing what comes next for her. That's awesome. Well, um, besides that, do you have anything that you'd like to just say in general like to the community or the people watching right now or people who might listen in the future? Um, well, one, I want to thank you guys for having me because this is really awesome and I super in, uh, super enjoyed it. Um, as for our community, I just want to say thank you. You guys have been awesome and, you know, you've allowed me to experience something different and I'm really enjoying it. I love being an admin and uh, I can't wait to see what else we're able to do for people. Um, and again, thank you so much for having me. It was it was awesome. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah. your viewers have been really nice. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you for being on. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. Everyone for hanging out and uh, and interacting in the chat. It's always nice to see kind of people's feedback as we go. Um, and uh, sorry that I'm not feeling all that well. Next time, uh, next week, hopefully, I'll be, I'll be a little better and more chipper. But... Uh, <laughs> Pixel Sword, thank you for hanging also, out. Also, sorry, I, was, I had better. better internet today. So I was super laggy behind, but <laughs> we had just a few problems this time. Sorry about that. Yeah, but we may do. Uh, thanks for all the, the new follows, everyone. Thank you. And uh, Lister, thank you for all the subs. That's awesome. Appreciate it. And we will see you all next time. Well, thank Bye, you again. You guys have a great day.